celebration and cancer. Do these fit in the same sentence? Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back, listeners of Heal Inside and Out. I have an interesting question for you, Dina, to kick off this conversation. All right, give it to me. All right. (laughs) As you moved through your cancer journey from like diagnosis, through all the treatments, and through the ongoing Mm -hmm. healing, which has involved more treatments, if you will, right, with surgeries and appointments and those sort of things, where does this word fit in the journey for you? The word celebrate. That's a very interesting question because at times I felt felt like I didn't want to celebrate anything. Mm. And then there was times... I wanted to celebrate just getting out of bed and going to work for me. And we face a lot of challenges to look beyond those challenges and find the wins and find the celebrations when you're going through one of the most devastating situations in your life. And I felt the pain of some of the treatment, aches and pains, you know, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. You know, let's face it. It's not not pretty. No. Okay. And the unknown and the struggles to balance everything in our lives, the treatments, the surgeries, being a mom, being a wife, you know, your career, the job you went to, and everything in between. Those are big challenges that we face. And during that journey, or my journey, I I decided to just once a day, find something to celebrate. And it was my choice to celebrate it. I, and I love how that. I wanted to celebrate it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there was more to that one. So, <laughs> okay, let's let's come back to the ways to celebrate because I love that. And and I feel like I loved hearing what you had to say because when you think about these journeys, there's there's um when you're told you're diagnosed with breast cancer, it is <laughs> talk about real and raw, right? It is so real. It makes us so raw. Mm -hmm. And then we have to navigate it. And as I'm just going to say, as women, we are so used to taking care of everything. We've got it all under control. 
And sometimes even when we don't, we're pretending we've got it all under control. (laughs) And then you add on top of that, to your point, all the roles of being a mom, being whether you're a a wife, a significant other, a a, a parent, a daughter, a sister, uh, all the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We're navigating all of that in our career. And then we now have to navigate this, which we have seemingly zero control over, and we have so many unknowns that we're facing. So when I first thought of that word celebrate, it was like, I'm going to celebrate when it gets out of me. When the cancer gets out of me, I'm going to celebrate. Yeah, when I'm done with this whole thing. Yeah. But but what I realized, well, we both know, and we both talked yeah. about this many times, we're never done, right? It's an ongoing nope. journey, right? But mm-hmm. what I was going to say is it it's like what I what I came to realize is that I had to be gracious with myself. And then I had to figure out, and and frankly, I literally asked myself this question: what the hell does that mean? What is <laughs> what does grace mean? Right. Well, to be gracious with myself, I had to know and trust I was doing the best I could do. And then that translated for me to celebrating, to your point, those little things like I got out of bed today. I got a load of laundry in this week. (laughs) I I didn't, you know, I didn't... um, uh, I didn't what it, I mean, I'm just trying to think of some examples. It was just I, I didn't uh, lay in bed for the whole week or whatever it is. I, I, I just really feel like those little things become huge milestones to celebrate. Right. What I, I remember through my journey is I went through a lot of holidays being sick oh. that first year. And when you were speaking, I was just like, ooh, Thanksgiving, ooh, Christmas, mm-hmm. New Year's. Mm-hmm. My husband and I are the ones that always threw the parties. We're the ones that made sure that the family got together. And here it is that I needed to not do that and not expect my husband and my children to do it and be able to, like you said, sit with it and realize and be gracious to myself that the family and friends were going to do this for me. And they did. It was so hard Thanksgiving to sit there and not do a thing. (laughs) And I know I go back, I'm laughing about it now, but as I'm thinking about it, I sat there and I was just like, the tears were rolling down my face. And they're like, what are you crying for? And I'm like, I want to help. They're like, no, you're not. Just sit there, relax. Get up to do a dish, go sit down. You know, so after that weekend had passed, I actually sat there and celebrated that I didn't do anything. (laughs) Seriously, it was just like, no, no. They got it. Why do I need to be the one to do it? And they and were willing to do it. What's funny is you celebrated letting them, but I know you enough to know <laughs> you didn't let them easily. They had to push it. 
Yes, they pushed. And so, I, that, that. I mean, I just, but then you became open to it, right? And that's the things that yes. were, it's it's like, that's a, that's a great demonstration of sort of learning as we go to accept that. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I did it, right? I did it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was the holidays as well, the same as you. So yeah. it was like November, I started my chemo. And so November, December, you know, I was, oh, yeah. I, I lost my hair right before Christmas. Mine was and, Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving, right then and there. <laughs> and so it was like, I, I really didn't truly want to do anything, but it's Christmas. Right. And then it's right. New Year's. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was celebrating at that time. Uh, I remember just the, we've talked about this in another episode, but just being, being willing to show up without the hair to my core family. Right. And being okay with that. And then right. being willing to say, I want to go home early and, or I need to go to bed or I need you guys to go home or what, like just right. <laughs> even like the setting the boundaries and, and there's things that I would never have done in the past, but it was new things I needed to introduce for the sake of my healing that I had to yes. celebrate doing. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, and wow. You, you know what helped me hold myself accountable to the celebration too? And and I I truly want our listeners to understand how important this word celebrate is because it does help us to validate that it's okay to do the things we're celebrating, right? And what helped me be accountable is my carrying bridge became my updates to my support network. So can you explain what carrying bridge is? So carrying, I, I never knew what it was. So I, met Oh, you, you didn't. You okay. To, no, I had no clue. So, so it's an amazing platform that allows you to build your own little, almost like your own little website or blog that updates mm-hmm. people on your journey. And okay. in a lot of cases, people do this when they have someone very, very sick, or if they are very, very sick, or they have an illness or something's happening. And initially, I was opposed to it because I thought it was all about raising money for said illness. And it's not. I mean, they do try to raise money to keep the right. platform alive. But when I started it, it was a game changer because it was my one spot initially to just send my updates. So whoever, whoever reached out to me to say, Hey, how are you doing? I could say, go check out my caring bridge. Go check. So then they eventually just got used to going there. I wish I knew about that because oh, I'm going to be love very, that. I'm going to be very honest for our listeners. If I had to say, or explain one more time the diagnosis, mm, the treatment, mm-hmm. how I'm feeling, my surgeries. You know, it was at work. It was at the firehouse. It was the neighbors. It was every family member. After a while, I really wish I knew about this. 
So Dina, I love that you said that <laughs> because I truly still send specific posts to people that ask me questions about like whether it's my Chinese medicine or if oh, I have cool. someone in our community that wants to know about something I did with my specific chemo or my my the light I talk about with my port, like all these different things. Yes. I can send them to a post. But the thing that I pushed myself to do in this concept of celebration is I pushed myself to write how I was doing in every post, but to think about it if I was the person reading it. Oh, interesting. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I put that flair of, even if it was a really hard thing, like I just got this big unknown news and I ended up in the ER and it was just, I'm in so much pain and all this stuff. I still tried to add some sort of a win. What am mm-hmm. I celebrating? And what I'm is- celebrating X, Y, and Z because it's not, you know. So anyway, I throw that out there because that <laughs> that truly held me accountable. And now when I look back at those posts, it feels good to not just see that my journey is captured in a bunch of negativity and hardness. Right, right. So- if people don't have the caring bridge, I think another way to celebrate is by writing it out. Yes. And why is it so important to you and to you only? Forget about everybody else around you. I want to celebrate. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to celebrate that I didn't need my undergarment. And we all, I've talked about this, that my biggest fear with, with my chemo treatments was my bowels. And I came home a couple of times and did the happy dance to music. And my, and my husband, my kids are like, what, what was wrong with you? (laughs) But to me, that was such a celebration because it was important to me on so many levels, you know, (laughs) You brought up such a great point, Dina, because celebrating can be just with ourselves. It can be with those closest to us and it can be out loud. And I, when I was talking about the carrying bridge, it was very much my out loud because that, and this is sad, but that was easier for me to do, to push myself to do it back here. Hmm. So it's almost like what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And some people just want to do it privately here. But the point is just to celebrate, to to your point, whether you do the chicken dance or you journal it out, whatever you're doing, just make sure you find your own meaningful way to do it. Exactly. Wow. So I, I just, I truly feel that, you know, Again, we have a choice. We get this diagnosis. It's very, very real. It's very raw. Every day, even every moment, Mm -hmm. we have a choice as to how we're going to react to it, how we're going to treat ourselves through it, how we're going to move through it, whatever. And so in any ways that we can find to celebrate, I just, I really... I truly believe that that's, I, I think it helps. I think it's healing. Right. I have this concept in my head that, yes, the situation is 
devastating. It's a devastating experience. And I love the idea of turning the negative into the positive by looking at each day. And like we said, finding those, those something to celebrate, no matter how big or how small, because you cannot have a negative without a positive. It's like a battery. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And you're right. You're 100% right. It's our choice. Our choice to be positive. Mm -hmm. It's the mindset. It impacts our healing. You're absolutely 100% correct. And we say that we've said this before, but it's not about being Pollyanna and it's not about being fake positive. It's about just trying to your, in your own way, figure out how do you, how do you let go of some of the hard fear and the hard worry and shift it to more of a positive, hopeful. Yeah. I I truly believe (laughs) we're, and, and I know you believe this too. Dina, I'm I'm speaking for the both of us. I truly <laughs> believe that we're neither healed or not healed, regardless of where you're at in your journey. You're always healing. Yes. So yes. every day and every moment poses that opportunity to serve it, to serve that healing in a loving way. And that 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 actually tees up well our whole piece about <laughs> healing is truly inside inside and out, and out. <laughs> thank you thank you for joining us we hope you found value in today's episode and remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com where you can also find additional information and resources.